It's time for Let's Chat with Rustech, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs just like you. When starting out, entrepreneurs often feel they need to go it alone, and I'm here to tell you that's just not the case. Entrepreneurs have a lot of questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Nick Russell, and this is Let's Chat with Rustech. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Election Night with Rustech. My name is Nick Russell, and I want to kind of go slightly off base a little bit this week, but kind of keeping with um, the main overall theme. Um, after all, this podcast is about entrepreneurs, but in the, in the last couple podcasts, I was talking about um, a resource I had for tools. And that actually went a lot better than I thought it would. Um, and people were starting to love it. And I actually had a conversation. Um, somebody sent me a message um, kind of thanking me for that, that download that they got. And I kind of wanted to take things back a little bit and talk about how I started the journey as an entrepreneur and the struggles I went through and why these tools um, that I'm offering everybody, why they actually help and how they can help um, because there's nobody wants to hustle um, quote unquote and burn the candle at both ends. Right? So when I was with the beer store many, many moons ago, I thought I had it made going from full-time to management. You know, full-time, I had really no control over my schedule at all. If my boss told me he needed me on a day, on this day, on that day, uh, I had to work. So could, I missed Saturday night events. I missed Friday night events. Or pretty much every Saturday, I had to work and every Friday I had to work. So my weekends were always shot. And even before I was full-time, when I was, quote-unquote, permanent part-time, uh, the step up above part-timer, I worked every Sunday. I put, I worked every Sunday for probably 10, 10 years. So I had no weekends at all. And it actually got to a point when I became full-time, I couldn't, I couldn't be forced to work uh, Sundays anymore because at the store I was at, I worked every Sunday. Not only, not only did I work every Sunday, my boss expected me I got paid for it, obviously, but he expected me to stay late to do a stock count. So he had to just verify in the morning. So it made the Monday morning routine a lot better. And then when it came to holidays, I missed a lot of holidays dinners with family or I was really late and had to eat leftovers because I had to work these Sundays. And it got to a point on one Sunday that I refused to work because I was full-time. You couldn't make it. And there were three full-timers and my boss basically picked us to choose who was working it. And we all declined. So that caused a riff for a little while. So when I got management, I thought this is perfect. I can make my schedule. I'm not going to force people to work any things, any Sundays or Saturdays or whatever, because I know the struggle that I went through. Unfortunately, I had a boss to answer to and had to meet a certain criteria when I made my schedule. And I had to show that I worked so many Sundays or so many Saturdays, sorry, and so many Fridays. And it wasn't until 
I started my own business that I thought, finally, I'm free. And as you can see, I'm in my office, but this is my home office. This is actually a dining room kind of set up as an office um, in a little partitioned off section of the house. But I thought this is perfect. I can work from home. I could kind of come and go as I please. If it's a nice sunny day out and somebody wants to go golfing, let's go. If a friend calls, okay, you know what? Let's go grab a coffee. Let's go grab an adult beverage. Uh, I guess it's no, no uh, secret that I love craft beer, but hey, I can go to a craft brewery and enjoy a beer with a friend. Or I could just get up and leave with my laptop and go work at a craft brewery or a coffee shop. I had the freedom. So when I first started getting in the routine, I would finish my coffee in the morning and I would put it on the sink and realize, oh, there's a few dishes from breakfast. I might as well get those done. Then I would sit at my desk and I would notice, you know, my keyboard is dusty. Let's get that all done. Well, I could sweep up the floor a little bit. Oh, I might as well wash the floors. Let's get it all done. I've got all day. And next thing I know, I'm way behind schedule and now I'm rushing to get things done. And then as I started to grow, I noticed I was getting up super early and staying at the desk super late. And like I was mentioned before, burning the candle at both ends. And I knew there had to be a better way. I knew there had to be systems that I could put in place. So it took me some time to finally realize what worked for me. Now I'm a morning person. I don't mind getting up between five and six and starting my day. Some people are not morning person. Some people are night owls. They would rather work till midnight, one in the morning, and that's okay. But for me, the system that I found was when I got up and how I started going. Now, the when I first started, I had two, two, two planners that I really got into, and then obviously Todoist. Now, the way I used Todoist kind of morphed over time. But Todoist at its core is a to-do list. It is a way to create a whole list of tasks that you can check off, you could schedule out, you could have reoccur, you could have due dates, notifications, whatever the case may be. Now, as Todoist evolved, it basically runs my business. I have projects and sub-projects and sections, everything's partitioned off. So it keeps me organized and keeps my day flowing. Now, you don't have to use a system like that, but whether it be Trello or Todoist or something along those lines, if you are somebody that likes a digital app to kind of help you stay organized, 100% check that out. And obviously that is going to be um, part of this resource guide that I'm going to give you. And I'll give you two months free of the premium version so you can see everything that it does. But kind of backtracking to start my day, I always sit at the desk first thing in the morning and I have my, uh, my Panda Planner. So this is my Rocketbook Panda Planner. And if you're listening to the podcast, I'm showing it to the camera for YouTube. But what what this does is every morning, it gives me an option to write down three things 
that I'm grateful for. I start the day talking about what I'm grateful for. The next step, I talk about three things that I'm excited about for that day. So I'm excited about content, I'm excited about making a podcast, writing a blog, uh, helping a client with their email marketing campaign, building a funnel, whatever the case may be. What are the three things I'm excited about? Now, that could be something that you're dreading, but writing it down is something you're excited. You see, I'm excited about doing this task that maybe you don't really want to, but it kind of changes that mindset for you. Then I write down an affirmation. It, there's a little spot that I, I should write down what type of exercise I'm going to do, but uh, I kind of fail at that section quite often. And I'll be honest, I put NA in that section. And then from there, one of the biggest things, so whether it be something you do in a planner, on a notepad, uh, in just a Word document, to do us, whatever the case may be. This is the biggest thing as entrepreneurs that all of us should be doing every single day. Even though I have Todoist and I have all of my tasks set up for me, a lot of these tasks are reoccurring tasks. So it kind of gets pushed to the shuffle. It becomes so part of my routine that is habit. And sometimes I'll miss one or two tasks here. But every morning, I write down my top 10 tasks. So the top 10 tasks that have to get done that day. If these top 10 don't get done, the day's not finished, the day wasn't pr as productive as it could have been, those have to get done. Now, out of those top 10 tasks, I break that down into the top three tasks. So the top three tasks that have to have to get done. And that goes by the biggest frog that there is. So if you've ever read the book, Eat That Frog, and I've talked about it before, you want to tackle the hardest, biggest task. Get that off your plate first. Every task from there gets easier. So my top three tasks, I, I start with the top three biggest frogs, biggest, biggest, hardest tasks that I have. Once those three are done, I go to that list again. I write three more down and then three more down than that last one. And then what I'll do is I'll go to Todoist and they are checked off there, but I'll go and look at that. If I have more big tasks, which typically I don't, I'll rewrite the new tasks for the afternoon, for example, and break it down that way. So that is one of the most, one of the best ways to stay productive. Now, one of the other really cool tools, and I learned this a few years ago, uh, for those of you that have been with me for quite some time, know that I was part of the Social Media United community, the SMU crew, um, so to speak, and that was run by Rachel Peterson, who is one of the best marketers in the world. Uh, if you haven't checked out any of her YouTube videos or any of her social media platforms, absolutely amazing. I was literally just talking about that with a friend just before I, I recorded this podcast. I was telling her how great her YouTube videos are to learn and grow as a marketer. Now, we used to have these accountability calls every two weeks. 
And one of the calls was um, put on by one of her VAs. And her topic to teach us was time blocking. Now, before I got in this call, I had no idea what that meant. And she went on how she uses it and different ways you could set up your Google Calendar or um, whatever calendar you use, whether it be Outlook or on, on an Apple, whatever their calendar is, but how to time block and block off certain times. And one of the best tips she had was put an hour to two hours into a task and then take a break, get up, walk around the office, maybe go outside for a 10 minute quick walk around a block, whatever. Come back, block the next, the next time block, sit down, bang out that work. Now, when you're doing that work that's in the block, shut off all notifications. You're focused on that task and that task alone. Then take some time off for lunch. I can't stress how important it is to actually step away from the desk, sit down somewhere else, and have your lunch. I'm guilty of not doing this often. Sometimes I'll sit at the desk, but what I'll do is I'll shut my work down off and I'll eat. I'll just sit here and eat because it's a really comfortable chair to be honest with you. But take that break and then get back to that next time block. That next block that's there, keep going with that. Um, once I started using the time block method, I started using Todoist to coincide with that because they integrate together. And then using, at first it was Brenda Bouchard's uh, um, High Performance Planner, Alex Scharfen's Momentum Planner, which is absolutely amazing. And then the Rocketbook Panda Planner that I use now. Uh, personally, I'm a huge fan of Rocketbook and all of their products, but writing them down, focusing on your tasks. I've gone from working 12 to 14 hour days to working eight, okay, nine to 10 hour days. But typically because I start so early, I could be done by four, five o'clock at the latest in the afternoon. Then I have the, the night to myself. I don't have to worry about anything at night. Maybe a couple messages here and there or engaging on a different platform, but the stress of the day is done. Now, if you want those tools and then a lot of other entrepreneur, entrepreneurial and marketing tools, stay tuned the next little bit. I want to talk a little more about that. And it's something, a resource tool that I put together for everybody absolutely free because I went through that pain where I had to put in the 16 hour days, working early, staying up late just to get things done. And I don't want anybody to go through that because that hustle mentality of being an entrepreneur does not work. Like you can listen to Gary Vee all you want and how you have to hustle, hustle, hustle and miss all these important things in your life. You can, but you're going to burn yourself out really fast. That may have worked for him and he may have been able to push through, but not everybody can do that. I've burnt out myself and I can tell you that is one of the worst feelings in the world. It'll knock you, knock you out. So with that said, I hope, hopefully you got a little bit out of this and I wanted to touch base on this because I had that conversation 
And someone really loved this. So it got me to thinking maybe more people wanted a few extra tips and tricks and ideas to get a little more productive and help them in their everyday life as an entrepreneur. So with all of that rambling done, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you got a little bit out of it and we'll chat with you again next week. Hey everybody, hold up one quick second. Now, as entrepreneurs, we all struggle to find different tools and systems and resources that we could use to help our businesses grow. Now, I've been doing this for almost six years now, and I've tried a lot of different systems, procedures, routines, different tools, and over those six years, I've compiled everything that I've learned and only pickpocketed the best of the best that has helped me grow. Now, everything that I do now has helped me grow continually year after year after year. And I've put that all into one resource tool for you. If you head to info.rustechmedia.com slash tools, that's yours completely free. Everything you need to grow as an entrepreneur and to grow your business online, everything is there completely free. All you have to do is send me your email address and I will send the resource right to you. So once again, if you want this free resource guide, head to info.restechmedia.com slash tools. And I can't wait to chat with you again next week.